offering personal perspective on life, creative arts, faith, society, minutia, and more. Welcome to another trip around the sun with me, Gary Ryan. Another trip around the sun is brought to you by Anchor FM, the all-in-one podcasting platform featuring free editing tools, free monetizing options, free support, free analysis, free podcast distribution. If you need a podcasting platform and you got a great idea, all you got to do is mix it with anchor.fm and you've got the easiest and best way to do a podcast. Try anchor.fm today, download the app for free and get started. Hello everyone, uh, I am Gary Ryan and I am back uh, making another attempt at uh, podcasting. Uh, I I can't say it's an attempt. Uh, the, as some of you may know, some of you who have listened to my previous podcasts, which was from Incredulous Inklings, um, I had done a podcast for a while. Uh, I think I kind of stepped over a line with um, political content and whatnot. Um, so kind of scrap things in. But now I'm back, uh, just doing something that's fun and easy, a uh, couple of little tweaks, and we're reborn as another trip around the sun. Um, if you were so inclined to check out the old podcast from Incredulous Inklings, all you have to do is go to anchor.fm backslash Gary hyphen Ryan 7 G-A-R-Y hyphen R-Y-A-N, the number seven, and you can get a complete list of all the podcasts that I did back then. Uh, for this, uh, we're going to do, go with a different address. This is going to be anchor.fm backslash trip hyphen sun one, T-R-I-P hyphen S-U-N, the number one. And uh, so this is going to be a weekly thing. It'll be broadcasting every Thursday. I am a radio DJ, formerly, turned trucker. And that's why you hear the background noise. That is the sound of old Sully uh, whirring away down the road and uh, on my way to start my day. Uh, Anyway, um, we're going to just have some fun with this. Gonna, gonna enjoy. Um, invite you to get in touch with me. Uh, you can reach me through my personal email. It's re3twasthen at gmail.com. That's re, the number three, twas then at gmail.com. And you can uh, give me some feedback. You can. Um, suggest an idea you'd like uh, for me to discuss, or you can participate in my soon-to-be interactive feature, which we're going to have on every show. We're going to have the facepalm of the week, and uh, today is not interactive, but 
uh, we will start with this uh, because as some of my oldest and dearest friends can tell you, face palms have been my thing for many, 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 many years. So uh, today I'm going to discuss the face palm of the week and uh, just to start off, kind of assigned one, what I want to do is get uh, three or four scenarios every week and you vote for the face palm of the week. All right. This week, uh, as I said, I am a trucker, and I'm heading down the road here. I'm heading down the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission gets this week's face palm of the week. Uh, It was released in the news, an article about they're having trouble collecting money, because it is a toll road. Now, like many toll roads across the country, Uh, The Pennsylvania Turnpike used to have manned stations at every exit. And uh, you you would get on the Turnpike and go through one of these uh, manned stations. You'd get a ticket that designated your point of origin. And when you got off the Turnpike, you would pay the corresponding amount, depending on how far you traveled, Uh, on the turnpike. Alright, that's fine. The turnpike claimed that they were losing too much money by paying toll booth operators. So they devised an electronic system. Now, like most uh, states in the U.S., uh, toll roads are primarily funded by people like you and I buying an easy pass, little uh, little badge that you uh, either affix to your windshield or uh, you know, something to that effect, uh, you know, mounted on your dashboard, and it'll electronically read uh, your point of origin, your destination, and calculate the toll to be taken out of your Easy Pass account. Alright, because they have the sensors here. For those who don't have an Easy Pass, uh, they have a wonderful, wonderfully thought out pay by plate system. Whereas you go through the toll booth, and if the electronic system does not detect your Easy Pass because you don't have one, uh, it'll t- snap a picture. It'll take a picture of your car's license plate, and then you'll be mailed a bill. And like every good citizen, your responsibility is, once you get that bill, to send it in to Harrisburg PA and pay your your toll. (laughs) Um, As we know... Society just isn't that kind, isn't that thoughtful. So lo and behold, the Turnpike released a report that last year, 2021, they have $155 million in uncollected tolls that they don't know what to do because they are not collecting the money that is owed them. Gee, 
I bet you laying off all those toll booth workers doesn't look like such a bad idea now. Uh, or a good idea, rather. So anyway, that's the face palm of the week. Going to the Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission, excuse me, for their wonderful short-sightedness and their misplaced faith in humanity. <laughs> All right. So that's how we're going to begin. Uh, so every week I just plan on talking about something, whatever comes across my mind. And uh, the topic for this uh, actually came uh, via Facebook. Um, some friends of mine and I were discussing the concept of the metaverse. Now, I'm not talking about the current buzzword that referring to the internet and being able to virtually apply your interaction into multiple different um, platforms simultaneously. Although that idea was born from the original concept or idea, which uh, we can thank Stan Lee, uh, the creator of Marvel Comics. Many of you uh, have seen some or all of the Marvel movies, you know, The Avengers, Captain America, Spider-Man, um, Black Widow, uh, Iron Man, you know, all the, the, the whole superhero saga uh, that was loosely based upon the cartoons or the comic books that Stan Lee started drawing back in the 1950s, I believe. And uh, now Stan Lee was a brilliant, brilliant man. Rest his soul. He passed away a couple years ago. But uh, he was actually one of only a small handful of conscripted uh, authors that served in the armed forces back in World War II. Uh, Dr. Seuss, or Ted Geisel, is another one. Uh, the, these people are actually conscripted by the army or whatever branch that they served in to provide entertainment for the fellow troops by uh, creating stories. And so... Uh, that's what Stan Lee did. Um, so anyway, uh, upon leaving uh, military service, um, he decided to seek his fortune in creating comic books. He worked with a couple of different firms who wanted to kind of pigeonhole his ideas. He had a thousand and one ideas that ended up becoming his own creation, Marvel Comics. And in the series, uh, the, the number of series that he created, because he created several different series, he created Iron Man and uh, the Avengers and uh, the Incredible Hulk and, and all, the, all these different characters that we're at least aware of. Even if we haven't seen all the Marvel movies, 
uh, Marvel has become such a, a, an iconic um, part of societal folklore uh, that we're all at least familiar with the concept of you know, who the Incredible Hulk is, who Spider-Man is, uh, you know what, and, and what the metaverse is. The metaverse simply stated. It's amazing how this has become kind of a pervasive thought, uh, a paradigm in our society today, is that there are infinite universes, there are infinite possibilities, there are infinite timelines that are created based upon each man's choice. Um, just as a dumb example, if I had woken up this morning and decided that I wanted uh, a big travel mug full of coffee, which I did, um, the universe would progress from that point on a certain track based upon my decision to have coffee. What if I had decided, you know what, I don't feel like coffee today, I'm going to have... 32-ounce soda. Well, then you branch off. The timeline is now altered because somehow, some way, since all of us interact with each other, since mankind is a cohesive unit made up of individuals, each person's choices have an impact upon everyone that they come into contact with, and so on and so forth, kind of like a domino effect. So, um, and again, speaking in hypotheticals, perhaps my decision to not have a big muck of coffee this morning leads me to being overtired, I fall asleep behind the wheel, I plow into the back of another car. And that person's world is now impacted. Simultaneously, that same person has been impacted because I did have coffee this morning, so I didn't get overtired, and I didn't plow into the back of him, and, and so on and so forth. But the whole thing is, it's based upon man's choice uh, and man's action. Uh, my actions and my choices, my decisions... Uh, impact everyone else around me and so then now there's an infinite possibility uh, of different outcomes um, this was also expressed uh, by uh, uh, Gene, Rodden, uh, Gene Roddenberry the Star Trek universe um, the Star Trek world he kind of explored uh, multiple quantum realms or quantum possibilities. And now this whole idea is very, very loosely based upon Einstein's theory of relativity, which we all know about, you know, E equals MC squared, blah, 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 blah. Um, Einstein was uh, known for studying uh, quantum theories quantum physics. Uh, another person who really got into this, Stephen Hawking. Um, so anyway, 
Um, going back to the original idea by Marvel yeah, in developing this whole metaverse, uh, it was really explained in the uh, in the series Oki. Um, they really, really examined uh, the whole possibility of uh, multiple timelines and multiple tracks and as they call them, variants. Um, because, okay, I made decision A this morning, so I'm one person, but had I made decision B, I would indirectly be someone else. Uh, I'd be a variant because now I'm on a different course. Um, in series Loki, um, The basic story goes that Loki tries to fight against the uh, the Timekeepers, uh, TVA, uh, a group of individuals that look to to keep the designed timeline, the timeline that was designed by the Timekeepers back in the beginning of eternity, <coughs> pure, and any variant off of that timeline would be pruned or killed. So that was that was that was the whole premise. Uh, the we must keep the purity of the original timeline. And then there becomes a discussion in the show about well, who's to say what the original timeline should be, what it should look like. Okay, so. As I thought about this more and more, um, especially as Marvel and the movies that they've made post 2020 all kind of revolved very heavily uh, around upon uh, upon this, uh, began with the TV series Loki. It developed uh, more in the movie Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and so, I guess, you know, the multiverse is more um, the correct term than what we're discussing, but um, it's become the metaverse on the internet. But anyway, the whole concept is egocentric. It presumes that since there are an infinite number of uh, timelines and possibilities and universes that even simultaneously exist that man is the director or designer of said universes um, because we're constantly diverting from the original de design but now the problem with that the main contradiction is that if you look at everything solely through the egocentric lens then we don't really know where the beginning is okay an egocentric view is going to be tied in loosely to evolution the 
theory of evolution, the evolutionary process. The problem with that is, okay, just based upon solely generally accepted theories of evolution, um, there was a Big Bang. But we don't know exactly when. We can, we can ballpark it, say, four and a half billion years ago. But we don't know exactly. We don't have an exact time on when the Big Bang happened. We don't have an exact time on how long it took for the formation of the most primitive forms of life. We don't know really the exact order even in how that life evolved. Like, okay, and, and please excuse me for, yeah, please humor me, and excuse me for being a little bit facetious, but how do we know for sure that uh, we didn't come from a fish and then a lizard and then a monkey and then became man? Okay, who's to say that we weren't first an octopus and then we evolved into a dog and then we became man? And we don't know the path. We, you know, we try and guess based upon uh, supposed archaeological finds, but it's all guesswork. It's all supposition. Okay. The other main conflict that happens because of uh, because the the metaverse or the megaverse or multiverse is man-centered, egocentric, is man's inherent uh, tendency toward chaos. It's not order. We, we, don't, we don't trend toward order. We trend toward chaos. It is much easier in the scope of nature to destroy or to alter or to tear down than it is to build, to construct, to design. It takes more effort to construct. It takes more time. It takes more resources. Um, think about when you were a kid. If you were, if you had Lego blocks or an erector set or Lincoln logs or something, it would take you hours upon hours to build this awesome creation, but you could destroy it in a matter of mere seconds or minutes. And that's the way nature is. That's just the way that mankind is. It's, it's in our blood. It's who we are. So, as the uh, the Marvel multiverse expanded and became more and more complex and chaotic, I realized the less that I liked it, uh, I really liked the stories, uh, the, 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 the series of movies that aired from the period of like, 2010 to 2020. Um, it was pretty much one cohesive story. Um, 
and now they branched off and it's morphed into the, the multiverse. And it's more and more chaotic and it's harder to follow the stories. It's harder to maintain canon of the uh, Marvel Universe because now it's all chaotic. It's all in pieces and shambles. Um, yeah, and now you have all these variants. Uh, the only way to restore order is to go back in time and fix it or prune it. And the problem is our minds and our bodies are finite. We have a set point beginning. We have a set point end, birth and death. We live linear existences. We don't live in a spherical world or a even a like a, a conical world. There's one beginning, one end. That's by design. Well, if you say it's by design, you have to acknowledge that there is a designer. Marvel's done that in, in effect to by, by having the timekeepers, um, you know, the pure timeline. But again, you're you're led to question who's to say what that timeline should be, what that singular timeline should be. Well, the problem is, is we are not designed, since we are a linear being in this world, we don't have the ability to transcend time. We don't have an ability, at least a documented, um, proven ability to travel back in time, to get in your way back machine, and to see things as they were in 1930 or, or whenever. <laughs> There's a lot of theories, and a lot of um, uh, conspiracies and whatnot uh, regarding whether or not that's true, but you have man, chaos, have a creator or God order. Okay, we're, we're not God. We don't have we don't have the long-term sustainable ability to maintain order. Eventually everything that is created by man or thought of by man or made by man deteriorates. It disintegrates. It, it, Fades. Okay, um, the Roman Empire does not exist today uh, because it faded. It uh, lasted for hundreds of years, but inevitably it decayed. Um, you know, the house that you live in, one day it's going to fall apart. It's either going to be torn down on purpose or it's going to fall apart just because of 
wear and tear from the elements. Um, you know, the greatest castles and uh, the Scotland locks. You, know, you, you see the ruins there, and there's something there, but it's not how it looked in the year 1200. It, it's it's going to fall apart. So, again, you have this whole concept that's put out there that's become really popular, and people are now trying to build things upon. They're trying to reshape the internet based upon this concept of expanding into infinite worlds, infinite possibilities, infinite uh, options. And man was just not designed for that. We just weren't. So, I don't know. Hey, you know, the, all of this talk is really, it really doesn't matter. It's all minutiae, which... As I said in my intro, that's one of the things we're going to be discussing. Different matters of minutia. Um, those things that are interesting to think about, but in the end, they just really don't matter. They don't have any... Um, vital weight <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. And again, the grand scheme of things, there's another... Uh, phrase that we use to designate a designer, uh, a creator. So, anyway, eh, I don't know what thoughts you might have in this. If you have some thoughts, some uh, just some ideas of your own, don't hesitate to uh, give me a, a little jingling on the email. Again, re3twasthen at gmail.com be interested on in reading some of your thoughts. Anyway, this was the first full episode of Another Trip Around the Sun. And again, we're going to be doing this every Thursday, just having fun. We're not spending time talking about anything heavy or anything serious because we all need those distractions. Uh, life is chaotic and frustrating and difficult enough without us mulling over the same thing over and over again. That's, again, why I'm going to try and, for the most part, stay clear of politics, uh, current events, uh, unless it's facepalm-worthy. <laughs> um, yeah, things like that. We're just going to have fun and discuss just things that are interesting to think about. All right, helps keep the mind sharp, you know? All right, well, anyway, we're going to bring this to a close. Uh, coming up upon uh, 32 minutes here, so I think that's long enough for rambling. I do want to plug a couple of other podcasts. If you're interested in uh, uh, some other content, uh, I'll, I'll just plug the podcasts that I listen to. Um, and you can search on these. Uh, you can find them on Spotify, because uh, I don't know the exact addresses. You can go on Spotify and do a, do a search for them. The, the, the three podcasts that I listen to religiously, one is The Fractured Brain, done by Jimmy P. Brown II. He is a musician, uh, writer, producer, um, and uh, oftentimes he just likes to talk about, and sometimes he talks about his experiences, uh, Sometimes he just talks about 
different things he's mulling over, uh, different ponderings. And um, he's a good guy, good friend. Fractured Brain, check that out, Jenny P. Brown. I also check out uh, regularly Abandoned America. I love urban exploration. Uh, did it for a short time. It's very dangerous. Uh, but the whole concept of uh, buildings from our past that are now kind of in ruin and just uh, being reclaimed by nature. Uh, a lot of fascinating stories about uh, exploring uh, uh, old factories and uh, mental asylums and schools and really interesting stories there. And I'm a big hockey nut, so I'm, I love my New York Rangers and the NHL, so I check out uh, uh, the Blue Shirts Breakaway. Uh, that's uh, that's my thing. So anyway, that's just some things I like to listen to to just pique my interest, pique, uh, without getting weighed down, you know, the nice thing about thinking about things like hockey or music or creative arts, uh, whatever, is it's just stuff that kind of feeds a soul, some good stuff, it doesn't weigh you down, it doesn't produce toxicity in your life, and uh, that's my goal here. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you join me next Thursday for another episode of another trip around the sun. In the meantime, I'm going to say goodbye. This is Gary Ryan inviting you again to join me next week. In the meantime, be excellent to yourself and to each other. Goodbye.